This episode of Super GG Radio is brought to you by our Patreon. Patrons of the show can get our Dogs of Super GG Radio newsletter, Super GG Radio stickers, a slap on your closest PC or bag, input on what we cover, game nights with the hosts, and even a chance to win a copy of an indie we talked about. Not only that, but 90% of all patron contributions go to the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals. Visit patreon.com slash superggradio to learn more. What's good, Internet, and welcome to Session 185 of Super GG Radio, where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. And that'll be it for this week's episode of Super GG Radio. Before we nope, go... Nope, nope, mm-mm. Nice try, Getty. You aren't getting out of it this week. Really? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> we don't even have Alec this week. Nope, do the thing! <laughs> Come on. Oh, we should be hustling Extra Life right now. All right. All right, fine. I'm your host, and assassin alien from the Andromeda Nebula. With me, as always, is your Commander Shepard, Alex Arona. That's better. But I'm going to tell you right now, no one liked Andromeda. So this opening (laughs) is being scored for your performance review. No, you're being scored. (laughs) Anyway, please welcome back your very sensual sniper and Garrus of the podcast... Joel DeWitt. I, I don't know too much about that, but I like it. You get I the li- sexiest character. No, I'm I okay. I'm stopping right here. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure there's make, the uh, proper context. We're talking about video games. I liked it live, more than all the grinding I have been character. doing lately. <laughs> uh, I didn't understand anything with you guys talking over each other. <laughs> That's okay. There's full body pillows of this character, Joel. I. I openly was searching for one to get it for Dr. Steven Dvorak. He's not a doctor yet, but... No, not yet. You legally yet. can't say that. I, I can't call him Dr. Steven Dvorak. I could call him Dr. Dvorak, and I might be talking about one of his siblings. You never know. Legally, you can't do legally, legally, we shouldn't be doing this. All right, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's our opening. Uh... <laughs> and and uh, that's uh, good segue. That'll, that'll be it for this week's episode. No! <laughs> just just kidding this time. We're just already kidding. here. Just get it done. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> All right. Well, then this week uh, we're going to get some JRPG action with early adopters. Uh, I'm going to report whatever I want in the news. Alex can't stop me. Nope. And uh, then totally not okay in the backlog so let's move on to early adopters where we play alphas betas and games oh man games that are completely out of hand getty i'm ready to throw hands out of hands this is this is a game that we played this week it's called out of hands and uh there's hands and there's nightmare fuel and there's more hands if you ever wanted like some some weird body horror, mm. you got it. So game. I would I would compare this to uh, it's like a card battler. It, it has the some same kind of notes that we got from Inscription. At least that's the kind of vibe that I was feeling, especially with the character. So your character's face appears on the screen, but 
all of the different parts of his face are made out of hands. Yeah, you heard me right. All you of, know, all of the face is made out of hands. You know, you, you mentioned body horror earlier, and it, it's funny. It's just hands, but they made hands seem so incredibly lewd, terrifying, <laughs> and just indecent entirely. It's, the, the, it's weird that they like put these hands in in different shapes with other like like one makes like a like a circle, and then the other one just puts its fingers through the circle in a weird like gross gesture but that's eye number one and then there's eye number two and then as you progress through the store and you also have their nose and your mouth again made out of fingers yeah and they're all kind of wiggling in this weird stop motion non-stop <clears throat> yeah non-stop and, going and it's very yeah stop motion unnatural movement but also you get upgrades and i upgraded my mouth to have teeth yeah and it was just the fingernails coming out of the hole of the mouth yep. which made me all sorts of uncomfortable yeah, yeah. I I saw screenshots of this before we started, and I thought that's the weirdest looking sign language I've ever seen. Mm. But man, let me tell you, once you get those upgrades, this game has some good feels. It's a little bit episodic in uh, the breakdown of it, so you play through uh, each of the chapters, and each chapters your character unlocks some memories, uh, some more information for the overall arch of the story <clears throat> or story arc arc sounds better mm, it is uh yeah so uh, how f- how far were you guys able to get did you make it all the way through six I chapters got, i got two chapters in i got to the end you did get to the end yep i cleaned this one up it, you uh, uh you went to the top of the ferris wheel i sure did Made how did you, did you like what you did you like what you see what you saw no I, I like <laughs> nothing. <laughs> my, you know, I want my eyes to be hands so I don't have to see <laughs> this in my <laughs> mind when I close my eyes. Like, oof, it it, it leaves an impression in your brain. Uh, yeah. This, you know, the funny thing is it draws you in with its very bizarre look and presentation. But Daddy mentioned inscription is a good analogy, and and it is in the way that there's a very competent card battle game here uh not overly complex but it's there basically you have like the boss as if they were sort of the uh the caster spell caster and then you've got three different lanes where it's your left hand your right hand and your heart which is your health and then there are different waves of attacks and weapons and so each one will have like It'll be an attack, and it'll do four damage, and it has a countdown of five turns. And until you get down to five turns, if you don't destroy that, then it'll attack you for that damage. Other lanes will do, like, weapons. It'll be, like, an eraser or a pen with varying damage, and then you treat them like cards for turns that you pass Mm -hmm. them out to either attack the enemy damage cards or try to attack the actual, like, boss character. Yeah, and as you progress, things get slightly more complicated. Some of the enemies will have like a counterattack after you attack them that will end up damaging you, or even uh, by attacking one of the other enemies, the countdown timer on the cards, all the cards, will start to go down. <clears throat> Which, sometimes you can use it to your advantage, uh, other times it is rough stuff. So it it's not that the combat is overly difficult, Uh I needed a little bit of time to like acclimate myself with it, 
when you first get thrown into the combat, I wasn't paying attention to the countdown timers on each of the cards. I was just going straight in and attacking the boss. Not as an effective method once you get to that like third or fourth chapter, uh, but the upgrades, man, those upgrades, I cannot tell you how exciting some of these upgrades were. Uh, the So you could upgrade your mouth, your eyes, and... Uh, <clears throat> It, it wasn't your nose that you could upgrade, but you could get like an extra card for the stack with some type of uh, thing to help you out in the long run. Yeah. Now, yeah. here's a question. Did your weapons have their own countdown timer? I couldn't see because your, your, like, your eraser will break or your, your pen will break, but I never saw any indicator that would tell me when it was going to. You get uses out of it. So uh, each weapon has a certain amount of uses. I think that it was somewhere on the card, and as you were using it, you kind of had to pay attention. They're, they're, a little bit fold, they're a little bit folded out like a stack of cards, and you actually have to look at the count of the cards on the stack yeah. to figure out. Oh, there you go. Okay. okay. Yeah. But I mean, I was I would trying to tell figure you, out what the indi- what the visual indicator was, and I could never find it. Yeah, like, but each of the weapons did different amount of damage. So there was there was this really cool. You were talking about the abilities, and near the end of my run i got in a bad spot because i had basically burned through all my health to defeat the last wave <laughs> yeah and then you set yourself up for failure right then well i was able to use the upgrade that if you were at health less than five double the damage <laughs> you do with oh. your cards so i was just able to plow through with that tiny sliver of damage and it's it's that same kind of uh inscription vibe where you're using abilities stacking them on top of each other in order to create chain reactions that sort of plows the field down for you to win yeah and you're like man i gotta go fast otherwise it's gonna <laughs> go south real quick yeah 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 it just it just overall had a really great presentation and i felt like the, the ease of gameplay along with the story being your character being in this nightmare world having lost his memories and you are trying to track down uh, these the mystery of what is keeping you in this nightmare world filled with pain and eyes of hands. And that that mystery was very intriguing to me. So, would you describe this game as out of hands? I would definitely think so. I would definitely say that. Man, and that's what why about, I wishlisted it. What about those segues? Like when you would go into a stage, it would be like, and you find yourself made. Out of hands. <laughs> <laughs> the title cards. Yeah, those were real good. And then the, the endings would have a, a similar title card, but... Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Wake up. This this was a lot of fun. I definitely... Uh, all three of us tossed it on the wish list. If, even if you just want to see what we're talking about so that you can get that nightmare fuel into your life, go over to Steam, check out Out of Hands... And just give it a looky loo. You know this you know game. You know it's good when Getty ha- when Getty is literally giving step by steps how to play, <laughs> get to the game on Steam. How to Steam? Type in words. <laughs> no, this, <laughs> it, just the visual uh, representation of it is is powerful stuff. So, props props to this game. Definitely check it out. Uh, again, even if you're not going to play it, I want you to look at those hands and see look the, at it. See the terrors. Cause I got I got a message in the chat like I'm pretty sure it was Joel like what fresh hell is this? 
but only in the best way. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely check it out. Uh, now to kind of shift gears here. Uh, a little brighter. Uh, definitely a game that I had originally intended for Alec to play, because uh, he's he's the guy who's trying to jones and, and look for those JRPGs of of the lost ages and and something that'll be like that comfort food. And uh, I had that, that kind of experience with Beloved Rapture. Man, like, let me tell you, I was that, that PS1 guy, and this just felt like Lunar, you know, that, mm. that Sega CD JRPG. And I, I kind of dug it because I, I definitely understood the, the, the influences of where this was coming from. It's very, like, text-heavy exposition and then just kind of putting you on a map to go and finding, you know, chests in the environment, collecting money and, and you know, high potions and mushrooms for healing and all this stuff. And, like, heavy story beats, but then just, like, tough-as-nails JRPG combat with active active turn-based, you know, active, like, the, their timer is going on when you can actually do your turn. Yeah, guys, I found it crazy how this demo was set up. So normally when you get a demo or you get some type of uh, beta that we're testing, it is going to be tailored in a way so that you get like a taste of everything that's going on. I felt like I was just straight up playing the game because I got, I want to say an hour and a half in, just going from story beat to story beat and playing through the game. And there was no end in sight. When I hit that like next chapter i was like okay for sure this has got to be the cutoff and it was not i don't did you guys did anybody make it to a like an end point i absolutely did not (laughs) okay because the amount of content that they're presenting to you in this in this demo beloved rapture it is crazy it is you are basically playing the game just which is pretty cool which is yeah i mean you get a lot of bang for your buck just in the demo itself. Very unexpected. So, uh, But in that regard, it, it can be a little bit slow going at the beginning. Uh, like Alex said, there's a lot of dialogue. There's a lot of character development there. And you get to know the the main character. Uh, and even that like little uh, opening where you do a little bit of combat. You don't really get to combat for a little bit after you, uh, you do all of that. So it is... It is a lot to take in, but a lot of good that I see. Combat. Once you get going with combat, whoo! Let me tell you. Yeah, it, it, it all of it is just like a, a very big throwback. This is this is just like this is comfort food for me. Joel, what do you got? Thoughts, feelings. It's a very well-made looking game. Uh, you know, I, I think it has that skeletal structure you guys are talking about late super nintendo playstation one era rpgs uh you know the the characters for the short time that they have dialogue they nailed having them having an actual like character themselves you know beyond just like the text i think they set up the personalities pretty quick which is a good thing for a game like this and uh you know that it is mostly that old pixel art aesthetic but they slide in some actual like character uh, profiles and, mm-hmm. and images as they're talking or during the menus and so it adds sort of a nice layer on top of that basic design and, and they they use that design very effectively like everything has a 
a sense of depth to it. Uh, the characters are detailed enough where they all look distinct from each other, and uh, the environments are fairly diverse. So, yeah, it, it's definitely, if, if that is your jam, then I think this is something to look out for. So, combat-wise, how how did you guys find it? Personally, I thought it was a little unforgiving going straight into it once you hit the second character. Oh, absolutely. I felt like they're, you really got to pay attention. I, I even just like the first fight, I kind of was like half paying attention and it just, the character, the, the character you're fighting just starts wailing on me. And I was like, oh man, I really got to like, this is active turn-based, you know, that, that timer is ticking down. And if I don't actually, you know, pay attention, it's going to like, he's going to kill me. Okay. So there are, so, there are a, there are a yeah. few things. Uh, they hit like a tank. Yes. Like easily chopping off a third of your life in one hit. So uh, scary. <laughs> terrible. Ter- I mean, for, terrible for someone like me. <laughs> uh, the arts are kind of neat. So once you did the ball rolling with the main character and you did a sort of a special sword from, see your friend? He uh, is... Undefined? He is like a... The, I think the best way to describe him is he's your friend, but he is also there's like an air of respect between the two characters. Like you definitely look up to this other character. He he seems older and more knowledgeable, but he's also got that like bitterness of having mm-hmm. lived in that small village for so long. <laughs> uh, no, well, you know people want to leave the hometown, right? But you know they get stuck there. It's kind of like uh, he's, George George Bailey. He's it's looking out for the, the main character. He's like, don't but, get stuck like everybody else. But he, he betweets his father's sword, which has some sort of magic, you know, uh, imbuing you with power from it. And uh, the the actual uh, move <laughs> looks really cool. It, it, it's very stylish. Uh, and that helps a lot with when you're trying to make something have flair like that. I Besides that, I kind of, you know, like... I said, things hit like a tank. It makes you sort of focus more on healing and damage prevention. Uh, they had an effect where if you defend, mm-hmm. it, it regained MP. Was that what it did? Defend would regain health. Attack would okay. regain MP. Gotcha. Right. But, okay, so you have to vary between attack and defend. You can't defend twice in a row. You'll only get the HP healing after defending and then attacking and then defending what it doesn't tell you is that if you miss with your attack it doesn't account as the attack action so your defend will not heal you <laughs> oh that's crappy it, wow it was rough going this game was like man let's see how good you are and i was like i'm gonna do it i don't care how long it takes me so i, I died a couple of times like that first fight i i got like two snakes that were going against me and you starting out as uh, your attacks are not as powerful until you get nope. to that like special move, so you have to defend. It's it's crucial to defend. Not what no, I was the expecting. Game's, the game's saying these mechanics matter. Yeah, not like oh, defend if you want to. Like nope, you gotta defend. <laughs> now, functionally, when I was trying to choose menu options in battle, I would find sometimes that I would it would indicate that I could do a turn. But then I would get like stuck in between the animations of because the... somebody somebody else was doing it. Yeah, 
that was once another thing yeah that I once their turns like their turn or attacks start it cuts off your ability to choose anything in the menu right right so that that was like a step too harsh for me personally because even like the final fantasies you know you can sort of tell if you've missed your opportunity to squeeze in a, a move but you can at least preempt it for the next Mm-hmm. Yeah, Step, cue it right. up. Yeah, yeah. Cue it so up. Now I found myself case. didn't. Yeah, you just sort of get stunted and stuttered the entire time. Yeah. So a lot, a lot going on with the beloved Rapture. Definitely something to keep an eye on if the demo is any indication of how the game is going to play. And I, I don't know how much of this demo is. Uh, just going to be carried over or if you're going to be able to save or or what have you but this was a substantial chunk of a game from what i could tell i mean i dropped like i said over an hour into it and i hit that second chapter and i was like damn so if you have that jrpg itch and you want to scratch it you should check out some beloved rapture you know just scratch it with those hands those hands that your eyes are made out of right yeah i don't like this uh-huh yeah let's uh talk some more body horrors and take a break here guys news you know i don't really mind getting raffle stomped in overwatch 2 but i also kind of do mind so here's the news i think you miss it yeah i think you miss it too i don't you guys can how's that going how's your overwatch 2 experience you guys get into those servers yet i've played a few solo matches yeah yeah oh yeah you guys uh get that battle pass I want to, but I've also been just, like, very, very busy. Mm, yeah, you should get that battle pass. I really only play one or two characters, so it really doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't it? No. Battle pass. What's in the news this week, Getty? Uh, a just a bunch of bullshit here. There's some good ones. Do you hear about these uh, hackers that got the discontinued PT running on an unmodded PS5? Hell yeah. It's ruined the resale value of my PlayStation 4. This is relevant because Kojima may one day release a Silent Hill game. That's not going to happen. But also at the same time, I feel like this is, for me, anarchy. That they... Let's burn burn the place to the ground. Put PT on everything. Put PT on toasters. Let's show the Sony what what we think of their PT... Not not until it can be on a text document. Notepad. (laughs) Notepad. Let's turn their PT into TP, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) I'm not engaging. All right. (laughs) That's probably the right move. Yeah, I know know what happens when you try to go punch for punch with Alex. You start drink, you end up shotgunning Monaco's. Getty, I heard that Persona 5 Royal comes out on the 21st, you say. 
I heard that that's for chumps because I got a box from Atlas today and my copy of the game was inside of it. And today's Damn. the 18th. Snap. How did you... Wait, wait, from Atlas? How did you get it from Atlas? I ordered the one more edition. Which comes oh, so with all the... You're... It comes with all the bonus shit. But that doesn't ship for another month. So they shipped the game... I didn't even get a shipping notification. I didn't get Jack. I walked into the door today, and Lisa was like, oh, a box came for you. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And I was like, Atlas. I was like, this isn't right. Yep. Sure enough. So they gave you the game early. Uh You're going to get the one more edition. Does that also come with the game? Not. Should not. It should just be all the extra swag. I, okay. I think you need a pack list in order to properly receive that in right now. <clears throat> you think so? Yeah. Well, if it's anyway. not showing in the inventory, you can't play it. Watch him. Well, well, it's this installed. Is again. We're burning so... it down. The queen's dead, Joel. <laughs> the queen's yeah. dead. That golden Wii is gone with her. That's is that is that a relevant Wii. joke? Can we still do that? I don't know. I think it's a P joke. Eh. <sighs> R.I.P. the Queen, R.I.P. G4. They're directly correlated, Getty. This is G4, like, tech TV? Uh, video game TV, Video yes. game TV? Uh, by show of hands, how many people on this podcast were still watching G4? I watch, no, and, still? Well, or uh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah uh, that's a very, <laughs> that's a good on. distinction. How make. relevant, how relevant <laughs> is yeah, this wait, news wait, to you? Yeah, watched it at all. Who watched it at all? A few times. A few yeah, times. It. My hand is not raised. Alex is, is off the screen. Uh, yeah, because um, <laughs> because guest of the Super GG Radio podcast, Abby Russell, was uh, was on G on the relaunch of G4, and uh, I watched some of her stuff on there. How long ago was that? Uh, she quit about three four months ago. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But she was on she was on the first like day one. Oh, okay. So I watched some of her stuff on there. Good, good. I mean, not good for them, but good for our news segment because we got <laughs> stuff to Abby talk getting about. Out early. Uh, here's one that is definitely interesting. Uh, so I'm sure that the whole internet has already talked about this, but the actress or the voice actress or the voice actor who does Bayonetta uh, was not... Well, she... She was offered a, a tiny amount of money, four grand, to come back and reprise her role. Uh, this is this is like uh, an example of being completely rolled. Just I don't know if it's rolled or lowballed out of uh, contention to do the voice. Um, this is like Getty four grand. Getty. What Getty? You haven't been you haven't been keeping up with the story, have you? Not at all, because that's all that's written here. <laughs> uh, as it came out later. Uh, she was actually paid four grand a session for six sessions. So what's the normal amount to get paid? Yeah, no, well, no, I, I can do man. <laughs> it's it depends on what you mean. The that is relatively normal for voice actors. The problem is that voice actors just don't get paid enough. Well, like they get pay, they get paid pennies. Yeah, comparative to what the franchises make. Like a so, ridiculous amount of money. Yeah. 
So there was like a lot of conversation about what was, you know, what she was paid and like who was right, who was wrong and a lot of that stuff. And right now it's still kind of breaking. There are still pieces coming out. But as of right now, oh, why are she we originally said, why are we reporting incomplete news? Well, again, it's there's again, new as new facts arise. But the thing, the new fact right now, when she said I was paid four grand, that isn't exactly correct. They were she was paid four grand a session. And that isn't like that is relatively normal for voice acting. It's just voice acting pay sucks. Part of the reporting was that she allegedly also requested something to the tune of six figures plus residual payments on top of that. So I mean, I could understand residuals, at least for in sure. some in some capacity. If this is the third game that you're coming back for, I don't know. I just wonder how well Bayonetta does, because I don't think it does very well. Really? I got the first one. <laughs> Not the first one. The first one did not do well. Oh, no, I'm just saying that I got the first one, so it must be oh, doing well. Um, the first one did not do well, It was, and it actually was pretty close to, I think, Abandoned, and Nintendo was the one that bought it and revamped it, but originally it was a PC game. Yeah, this this game gives me nightmares. Oh, <laughs> uh, you haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> really? I think I'm like two hours in, and I definitely have nightmares from all of the stuff that I've seen. Two gets real weird. Two gets real crazy. Weirder than your clothes being made out of hair that teleports off of your body and through a giant. Oh, never mind. All right. Yes, because I think in the second in the your, second one you use your that guns are the, high your, heels. Your, your demon your demon hair comes out of a portal and it punches Big Ben. My demon hair already comes in like into the shape of a monster and bites things faces off. Yeah. So then in the in the second one you're on a, a space harrier. Uh, fighting dudes while your your demon hair punches Big Ben in half, and then you have to jump from the side of a falling Big Ben or something. I already had to That's jump crazy. from the a bunch of stuff as it was falling apart and flying everywhere. It's very yeah. disorienting. <laughs> very disorienting. It's a good. It's a good looking game. It's a good looking game. It's something all right. I didn't really understand why some guy was throwing me five thousand guns, but and then the last guns that I have ended up being the ones that had the most ammo. You know what? Let's just move on here. Let's just move on. Uh, more games coming out. Spider-Man Miles Morales released today. 10-18. Yep, on PC. Um, also, uh, this is just an aside that just came out. The developers of the Spider-Man series are saying they are right on track and happy with their development of Spider-Man 2. Mm. So they are still uh, moving forward with a 2023 release date. Good stuff. Definitely revisit that series. If you haven't, definitely, definitely, definitely give it a try. Uh, just something feels right about the way that those guys zip between buildings. Story could be a little short, but, you know. I'm told that it works great on Steam Deck. Ooh. Check it out. Go get it right now. Did you get it? Alex, did you get it? Not on PC, no. Go get it. I'm so sorry, Getty. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Why? Are are we Steam Deck verified? No, we aren't. Could we? Because you know, you're a holdout. I can get into that. Like I can like go to browser mode and go to our website and see if I can download an episode <laughs> and listen to it. Okay. You let me know how that goes. Uh, I'll try to install DLC. See, our friends over at No More Robots. 
No more robots. What what do we? This uh, is a funny one. It is okay. They release a game that players can swap regions to take advantage of exchange rates to get a cheap and scam out of the system. Uh, so if you are not aware, some games uh, they'll have to be released uh, with a specific region code, or they can only be sold uh, the the copy that you can get from one region to another. So in order to do this, uh, it would be advantageous to uh, consumers if they can purchase it in any region instead of having to buy their region-specific code. Uh, and switches aren't region-locked. You can swap between regions. Yeah. And uh, in this case, the Australian version of the game ended up being $199 instead of $20. Mm. Crazy. Well, that also led to the like no more robots kind of freaking out and it was build a zoo ah the game of the build a zoo and they kind of were freaking out because of and there's a website for this that you that will scan the prices of every uh switch game and give you the region it's cheapest so you can just switch re- uh, regions and buy it for cheaper and so that's like an unfair practice they're losing money on it then oh god we're rising to the top of the switch charts because of how many people are just buying it because it's only two bucks in Australia. And <laughs> then that led to it being the front page of every Nintendo website as a great deal because everyone's buying it. Mm. And so it ended up being one of the most popular Steam games or Switch games uh, released because of the, the people were back buying it for super cheap in Aust- or with an Australian region. And then that led to just normal sales because people would go to the Steam or the Switch sales uh, website and build a zoo was front page number one. Hey, this is a great deal. In your face. So it actually ended up being very advantageous for them t- just because of this, these people trying to like scam them a little bit. Hmm. <laughs> I thought that was like a fascinating uh, adventure to go on, just like reading this uh, Twitter thread and g- getting the highs and the lows. Mm. There's a bunch Speaking. of cool case studies in general that <laughs> go on in the gaming business that would be fascinating to read as like a historical document. Mm. Absolutely. But speaking of lows. Final Fantasy VII, The First Soldier, end of service, set for January 11th, 2023. This is the uh, Battle Royale yes, that they released the for Super- your phones. We should play this. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was a real quick response. You had that locked and loaded. Alex, I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> we should play this. And then I play it a whole bunch. Nope, not anymore. I'm in. I'm gonna. Tr- I'm gonna. I'm gonna download this. You and do I'm it. Gonna try a match. Report back. Let us know how it goes. Sad to see Look it go for so it in quick. The backlog blog. <laughs> oh well, we'll we'll see if it's any good. But sad to see it go pretty quick. Um, but I think that you know, if there's a reason why it's not sticking around, then maybe not enough people are playing it, or they just haven't been able to to keep it alive or keep it fresh enough to to have people around. It's one of those uh, service games. What are those? I don't play any of them, so I wouldn't know. 
Got it. What's next? I'm not allowed to play Destiny 2 anymore. <clears throat> All right. Personal choice, Getty. Guilty choice. Gear. Uh, Alex, you take this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Guilty Gear is getting rollback netcode. Uh, that is uh, going in public beta test beginning October 17th as of yesterday as of this recording. So they're starting to try uh, rollback netcode. Uh, people have been clamoring for this for a while, and now any game that doesn't have this is generally panned. Guilty Gear being one of the... This is Xrd Rev, so this is like an older version, but I guess people are still clinging on to these older versions of Guilty Gear. So, You know... And that Strive has it. <clears throat> you get one of those games that you're pretty good at, tend to stick with it. Maybe. We should play Dragon Ball Fighters again. Persona 3 and 4 really re-released. Re Re-re-re-re-re. So, uh, well, the re-releases will be for uh-huh. Xbox Series X and uh, the PlayStation 4. PlayStation 5 not getting it... Well, that's to say that you're not necessarily going to get a PS5 version of it, but you could still play your PS version of these games on your PlayStation 5. Yes, the version that you're getting is the PS4 version playing on the PS5. But your Xbox Series is X yeah. Series X1 360, right? Yep. What's the highest it's tier? The, yeah, it's getting the that version built for it which is kind of like a weird statement but i guess they want do you do you need that graphically wise no i don't and i think that that's the problem is that you know there are companies that are slowly pushing away from the ps4 in general and i think that they it sony is still trying to hold on with some things that are easier to do like this is not graphically intensive enough that you could just put it on the PS4 and be fine. And you're not really going to like, what are you trying to get 4k on these PS1 games? I don't know. PS2 games. Joel, you tell me. I'll tell you what. Are you going to play PS, either of these? Get, get, pers- get Persona 3 for your Xbox Series X and tell me about the 4K. No, no, purchase for the Series S and then play it on your Series. <laughs> I think these are coming to Game Pass, guys. <laughs> Uh, are they? I didn't think that. Yes, they, they are. Are they? Yes, they are. Okay. So, yeah. Perfect. So install it on your Xbox Series X and tell me how the 4K looks. Okay. All right. I will report. But I'm talking about P- Persona 3. I will report back. That's but, the one where you shoot yourself in the head, right? Hell yeah. <laughs> it's the only way to summon. I don't need to kick a card. Only way. I don't need to rip off my mask. I need to shoot myself in the face. And that will be it for this week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. Uh, okay, F- for all you out there that play Fortnite, like this was also for like two thirds of the podcast here. Uh, Fortnite's newest characters, Ash from Evil Dead. Well, guys, grab your boomsticks, mm-hmm. get your chainsaw lubricated. Things are getting wild. Man, you could play as Ash and shoot Ariana Grande. And do the Wu Tang W while uh, Cash rules everything around me is is playing next to a Xenomorph. And attend a Travis Scott concert. It's real dumb. Let's say in theory I'd want to see an Evil Dead movie. Where should I go? Uh, it depends. Do you want do you want funny or do you want serious? Which one is more the nature of the sh- series, or are they a mix? Well, here. 
the, <laughs> there's the first one, which is just trying to be a serious horror movie. Okay. The it's kind of campy. One is a, yes, it's kind of campy. The second one is a remake of the first, but now kind of funny. Okay. And then the third one is a mix of both. This feels very Star Fox. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the, the third one—the third one is like a continuation of the story. Okay. One and two are just the same story. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Star Fox. Got it. Okay. Star yeah. Fox. A cool. fox made out of stars. Getty, you gonna get that new Dual Sense? The new Dual Sense is only two hundred dollars. Maybe. Only. Only. What the hell is it? And then there's just a tweet in the middle of the document that I have to click on. No. Oh, oh I, don't, this? I didn't do this. Who did that? The Sims Project Renew revealed a next-gen Sims game. All right. Uh, okay, so so the DualSense, $200. Also, um, they're making a new Sims game, <laughs> and I think that's it. All right, that's news. But... That's not the freebies. For 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 freebies. Freebies. Insert freebies here. Freebies. 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 How many bees? So we have How many bees? Darkwood at Epic Game Store. Darkwood is a survival horror game, but it is top-down Diablo style, but still very like, you know, you're you have only have a very finite amount of ammo. It is, you know, opening doors. It's very scary, very dark. Uh, you have Toe Jam and Earl back in the groove on the Epic Game Store. Uh, this is the throwback that came out a few years ago of Toe Jam and Earl. Multiverse Mercenaries on Steam. This is a platforming shooter that is very 8-bit pixel art, but it's you know, the backgrounds drastically shift, so you'll be killing a bunch of enemies, jumping on platforms, and then once you beat it, you go to the next universe, and now everything's black and white. Now everything is disco-colored and flashing lights. Now this time it is, you know, a bunch of restaurants. Each level is supposed to be a different multiverse as you go through and shoot people in the 2D platforming levels. You want me to see the next, next. one? What the GIF? Yep. What the GIF? GIF. What the... What the GIF is, and it's all at whatthegifgame.com. It is a browser-based party game where you and your friends will all get a GIF, a very well-known memed GIF, and you will each come up with the caption for said GIF Mm -hmm. that will go along with the GIF, and then you vote on whose is the funniest. All right. Finally, uh, we have The Sims 4. Sims 4, because there's a new Sims game, Sims 4 is now free to play. Ooh, go play it for free. But none of the expansions are free, so make sure that you spend the extra money on that Star Wars one. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. All right, you're good? Those are all the freebies you want to share this week? I see that you took yep. that immediately before I could even start reading the game, so... I was ready to help. Just, I was ready to just go. say GIF five more times. GIF. <laughs> let's, let's do some quick key rebinds here and read some strats. Break.
Alright, we're back! Back with the Backlog Blog where we play games where I am still humming the same tune for the last month. So, I bring to the table this week, we are OFK. No, you guys hear been, you guys hear about this one? I've been wanted I have this one all queued up. I just haven't had an opportunity. In fact, that was one of the things I was going to try to do today. Ooh. Was I was going to go try to play some of that and I did not get the opportunity. I've actually been waiting to hear your thoughts on this game. Ooh, even better. So, uh, we are OFK. It was announced um almost a a year ago, I want to say, during one of the PlayStation events, uh, you know, to combat with uh, Nintendo and and even Microsoft with some of the events and uh, directs where they will talk about games that are coming out. Uh, and this one just looked a little bit different. I'm not normally a visual novel kind of guy. I am. Yeah. And I know that Joel has also dipped his toes into the, the pool on visual novels more recently. So yeah. it... This one just seemed interesting to me. Uh, it's about a cast of characters who uh, you'll get to swap between and, and play different segments of their interactions. Uh, but it it opens it up for you to select the dialogue that you take as the story progresses. Uh, the overall, there, there's not too much that you can change in the course of the game with the dialogue that you select. But it does give you different options in case you want to go back and you want to see how something else would have played out. Ultimately, uh, you're in a way railroaded into uh, ending a certain way. You can't back out of stuff. You can't make uh, drastic changes or decisions in it. It's Basically, you're just watching the story unfold and helping to pick some of the interactions between the characters. And the way that it does it is really kind of... Maybe not even our generation, maybe the, the next generation, where it's done via text messages, uh, social media, and even the lingo. I didn't, I didn't have too much trouble with it, but it, it's, it's in a way that the characters, you feel like they're best friends. You get the, the interactions that they're having, and it's just, it's just a lot of fun. The story matters pretty serious. But still, just too much fun. It had me chuckling at, at so many points. Also, Getty, just this laid out there. What lingo did you not understand? Uh, I think just it, there were some abbreviations that they used, and was I was like, "What'd you say?" Cap. Cap. No, I think you explained that one to me a while ago. Oh, okay. So C A P. Yeah. Okay, you know that one. Okay. Yeah, but uh, just the way that some abbreviations these days i'm an old man okay. uh but as the so, milf means as the whole game is laid out yep you will get to a point where you get to interact in a music video and uh, cool all of the songs are really catchy the the whole premise being that this is the journey of the band OFK in the creation of their first album. So each one of the episodes that you play through, there's a segment where you play a music video. And uh, there's different stuff for you to do. It's the most 
action-oriented when it comes to the entire game. Everything else is just a dialogue between multiple characters or two characters at a time. But the music videos, I, I definitely sent Alex uh, at least the first one, because as they were releasing the episodes in real time, they were also releasing them into the world, so these music videos. Hmm. And uh, it is... It is just good music for at least me. Uh, I get some of the feels from uh, like Foster the People, and some of them are kind of electronic, but they're so catchy that it is crazy. That I I nah, still man. hell in a beat like a motherfucker. Yeah, I still am listening to these songs like, and I'm thinking about the game as I'm going back and listening to these songs, whether I'm driving. Uh, it just goes to show you that. The power of music, when used in games, can have that kind of impact of, you know, taking you back to to think about some of the stuff that happened. But between the characters, uh, the overall story, and of course the music, I, you guys, please, please play this one before the end of the year so that uh, it at least gets some contention for Game of the Year. Again, I'm not normally visual novel guy. But this this hit a lot of good notes for me, pun intended. See, I'm I don't know if I want to do that because I'm already uh, at eleven games on my game of the year list. You always go over anyway. We know this. I know, and I'm trying not to. So that's where I'm like, oh, am I gonna have to knock some of the stuff that I really want to be on there to be with? Oh, okay. oh no! Yeah, no, there's there too on... many games to play. <laughs> exactly. Oh no. <laughs> This is on my this is on my Steam Deck already installed, so I'm really excited to get into this. Okay, Alex, let me let me rationalize it a little bit for you. Yes. In the game, you can pause the episode, and it will tell you exactly how much more time left you have in the episode. Oh yeah, you told me that. That's really nice. So you go in knowing, okay, this whole snippet of the story is going to take 45 minutes or so. There's not really anything that makes it drag on longer unless you so choose to disable the the option to uh, you know give yourself more time to interact or to choose your dialogue options but it's not again it's not like you're playing the walking dead tale telltale this is like characters having a conversation you're not trying to figure out if you're gonna cut off uh dude's arms so that clementine doesn't turn into a, a zombie okay this is like just some bros hanging out having a good time my expectations are met yeah i think that you'll really like you guys will really like it especially if you're living that visual novel lifestyle right now i haven't had a good one in a while not since like coffee talk that i've like really been into one so coffee talk 2 is coming as well you got you got a lot on your your plate i know should no you know what it's it's coffee talk two is probably not coming out till next year i'm fine <laughs> let's be honest <laughs> things getting pushed back oh, yeah man. probably you sound like me whenever i walk into gamestop and they're like man you want to pre-order that harry potter and i'm like you know that's not coming out this year and they're like oh no, no it's, Absolutely it's, not. it's totally coming out. i'm like no <laughs> no you can't you can't trick me this is a good one you guys are funny <laughs> i'm still like I'm waiting for that uh, that uh, the the new Batman Arkham game to waiting for those embargoes to lift. 
Am I getting day one or am I getting I'm getting day forty five? I don't know. Probably uh, getting day after Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Price drop. That's what I'm thinking. Okay, so uh, some food for thought. Otherwise, this week, uh, hopefully, Alex isn't going to take too much of our time. But why? Rumor has it that you played. Can I get a drum roll here? <laughs> It's pretty bad. Uh, you yeah. played Temtem. Man, we played yeah. Temtem on this podcast. We did a stress test for Temtem. It, yeah, it went 1.0. And, um, I, you know, cards on the table, I reviewed this for Nintendo World Report. So you can find a, a video review on their YouTube channel. But that being said, Temtem is an interesting proposition, Getty, that I think that you, of all people, would really appreciate. This is MMO Pokemon. Yes. And the, you know, just getting that out there, it is Pokemon. It is Pokemon as Pokemon. With you a know, battle pass. It's, the, it's, it's how can we do Pokemon and look at the Pokemon's homework and just change it enough to be different. <laughs> it doesn't even do that so much. It kind of, it really does... Uh, yeah, MMO Kimon. <laughs> the it like so it starts off and you're as a professor and your rival talks shit to you and he gives you three versions uh, pick three a pick of three different Pokemon and then your rival fights you and he beats the crap out of you. Oh yeah, so that didn't going... change from the beta. No. Okay. And then you're going from place to place fight, by, battling gym members and also battling a mysterious agency called Team Something. I'd have to look it back up. It's actually it's team, team Something? It's, it's, it's something <laughs> It's kind of cringy. But, it's, it's, it, but what I'm saying is that it's all the same Pokemon from, you know, from Pokemon 1. And that's kind of the thing I would say is that if you want something different, as far as, like, you're like, I want some, some Pokemon story, you're going to get the exact same story. There's not a lot different there. What you can find differently is that it comes in a 2v2 combat form. So you get two Temtems out at once, fighting two other Temtems. So you get Temtem, Temtem. And, you know, sometimes you got to switch them out. So you get Temtem, 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 Temtem. Alex, uh, and this, is, this has been a staple of Pokemon for a long time now. Yeah. What Has it been 2v2? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, I didn't realize yep. that. I, I've, not, I've been out for a long time, time now. And sometimes you'll have a that, partner who will battle with you and you won't get to control that other Pokemon. Oh, man. But it's not all the time. It's been like sometimes. Well, you mean every, sing- is all every single v2 battle all is 2v2? Every battle is 2v2. Okay. Even wild Pokemon more than half the time is 2v2. Weird. Yeah. And so the capturing is the same, but uh, what the the... The bonus part about having 2v2 is that they the Pokemon synergize, the Temtem synergize. <laughs> so having different uh, elemental properties will boost the damage of each other. So you can, if your guy's going to do like a, a chain lightning, it can boost. If, you're, if you have another guy that's complementary, it'll boost his damage to the chain lightning. And also chain lightning will jump to both Temtems. So you can actually hit two guys in one. Okay. So you do get that difference there. There is a synergy and strategy of putting two Temtems together. 
And um, the other thing is that you have, you know, your whatever your MP equivalent is where you can use your MP to do abilities. And if you kind of run out, you either have to refill it or you're kind of screwed. Okay. So each Here, move uses MP? Yeah. But this case, if you're like running low, you can do an attack one more time and it eats away at your health. So it, it kills all your MP and then a little bit of your health. So you have a, a push-pull on, like, will this attack kill or is it going to screw Only me? one way to exactly. find out. KO yourself. Exactly. So you, and you have no idea how many enemies, like, uh, NPCs I'm fighting will just KO themselves. And it's very funny. But it's still, like, it's a very, you know, a very relevant strategy that you can use. Or you can have your Tem, you know, rest for a turn. And they'll regain a, uh, a good chunk of their MP. All right. So, what has me hesitant of Temtem? Uh-huh. The price tag is what forty five dollars. Forty dollars. But there's a battle pass. The battle pass isn't necessarily relevant, isn't it? If you're gonna throw it's a, a battle real, pass out there, don't I need it? It's a it? real heavy grind, and it's mostly for. Uh, it's mostly for post-game content. Isn't that where all the important content is? It's not like you were getting Mewtwo until post-game in... Oh, my God. I don't Tem remember. Tem Ultimate Tamer Edition? All right, let's see what this has. <laughs> Hold on. I remember getting Mewtwo in story. Am I wrong? You were able to unlock the cave that is only unlockable after the end of the game? Well, I, for some reason, I thought you could. Hmm. Maybe I'm wrong on that one. It's been a long time. I was fairly um, sure. Hold on. Where's my phone? We'll go to the internet. The... Oh, I don't even... Oh, no. There it is. Hold on. I'm looking at Temtem Ultimate Tamer Edition. There you go. You, you can keep talking now. All right. So, the post-game content is you can... There is a... Ro- there is a first off, there is a auction house <clears throat> where you can... Uh, auction off rare items and temtems. Also, your temtems can have items equipped, so that'll boost more damage or do different uh, passive buffs in in the game. And um, I'm trying to think of some a couple other differences. Your temtems get all of your MP back per battle. So once you finish a battle and you get into another battle, all your stuff is regenerated. As far as MP is concerned, so they can do all their abilities again. Uh, let's see. There's a lot of. Oh, you can. Pick and gain new abilities and get rid of old ones, but at any time you can mm-hmm. swap your abilities back in. Okay. So if you got rid of an old ability for a new one and you don't like the new one, you can just go to the menu and swap it back. This, that was, this right now is just reading like people who liked playing Pokemon but are trying to fix the things that nagged at them. Okay. <laughs> they play so the game. that is the big thing I'm like nodding my head at here and saying like Temtem is doing the exact same thing as Pokemon, copying its homework and then just giving a couple of quality of life things here and there to make it a little bit more relevant with constant updates. That was Nexomon. Nexomon. I played that earlier in the year, and it was the same, like, Mm -hmm. oh, you don't like the move that you got? You can just switch it. You can just switch it anytime. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You cannot. The post-game content, there is a... Before you defeat (laughs) the Elite Four. There we go. You must defeat them before you can get Mewtwo. So you... That's oh, where you have the, to defeat them before you get Mewtwo? You have to defeat them before you can unlock Mewtwo. 
Oh man. I oh man, I should go back and play Pokemon. Nah, man. I, you got Temtem now. <laughs> yeah, and there is a rich uh, post game content. Can I get so you? Get, like, there's a roguelike. There's a roguelike randomized floor tower, where you go through and challenge uh, Tem Tamers to become the top Tem Tem Tamer. But, In the world, uh, it is. Yes. But it is also procedurally procedurally generated roguelike, so you can only bring a certain number of Thames in, and you can't heal them or use items. And you have to try to progress the tower for rewards. You get your own building, your own, your own base, like a house that you can decorate for items. There is yeah, a it's lot a Pokemon to thing do. Too. Yeah, there's a lot to do in the end game, and, and and I guess like the fun part is that you can, if Getty's playing, I can go meet him. It is cross platform, cross save, cross progression. So I can go from my Switch to a, to my PC, to my PS5 or whatever. And Getty could be on PS5, I could be on my Switch, and we could team up. So those 2v2 battles, one Pokemon is his, one Pokemon is mine. And we can swap in and just battle that way. We can go around and we can, we can beat the game together that way. Hmm. You know, we can trade, we can hang out, we can talk. There's a world chat. And just seeing all of the tamers in the world oh, makes it feel super busy. Is there like a Baron's chat going on? There is. <laughs> I kind of, yeah, there is. I kind of stayed away for the most part. I did. I did see it a couple times. It de- it definitely did not feel like it was problematic in any way. Mm, that's good. <clears throat> but but it was like right at release. So I mean, give it a little time, right? <clears throat> but overall, I think that if you're just looking for a new Pokemon story, Temtem is not it. It is very much not it. It is an MMO at heart. They give you quests, and you can go back and do those quests, which have you traveling the map. There is no fast travel, so you are hoofing it or using you know different items like a. Uh, you can climb up walls, or you can surf, and you can do all this stuff. But you're not fast traveling. Yikes! Yeah. So it's again a little bit grindy. Can you, if you can't, you can't use stuff to get back. It, are there at least paths that you can take where you don't have to worry about random encounters? Yes, right. and that's where you get things like like vines on a wall that you can climb. All right, you unlock you unlock these mobility uh, abilities that let you travel shortcuts faster. Oh, okay. that's that's better because if you're not able to, that would be just so needlessly tedious. Yeah, it'd be like and me there, playing and again, uh, just, you any see game. All, you, did you see all of the people in the world just running around, and so it feels busy and feels like stuff is happening? Even if you don't interact with it, it just feels like it's not empty. And, of course, it does, like, a lot of the things to point out how... Like, it does point out how copy-pasted it is. There um, there was a gauntlet of enemies, and, of course, once they see you, you know, they automatically attack you to, like, go into the, those Temtem battles, just like Pokemon. But there was... Uh, there was a gauntlet of four of them, and the third one goes, yeah, I'm also here. I know this is a lot, you know, but, you know, come on, let's do it. <laughs> like, he kind of gave me that, like, yeah, I know. And then the fourth guy goes, weird that, like, you know, you already did three of these things, right? All right well, let's do it. <laughs> like, it just was, it really, like, acknowledged the fact that, like, yeah, we know this is how it works. Let's do it again. Mm. Okay. okay. So, it's funny there, and um, I think that the original Temtems at the beginning, first evolutions are very boring and kind of boilerplate, look very 
just ho-hum, but by the end they get real buck wild and crazy looking. So I think that it eventually find its, finds its spot in a well-designed Pokemon world. Okay, so do your Temtems start to look like Digimon uh, by the end of the game? No. no, they start looking like, they look like the po- they're more than the Pokemon side. The okay. Side. They don't look like they're about to talk to you. Uh, okay, all right. Just making sure. I, that was my problem with all the. That was my problem with Digimon. They they, they shouldn't have talked. Really? I, I'm I'm on the opposite end of that spectrum. You want your Pokemon to talk? I want my Digimon to talk. Yeah. Mm. I want them to turn to giant monsters and fight each other, and then like, there's yeah, one of them where they fine. turn into like a giant skeletal monster. An angel. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but then I thought it was one. I thought it was weird that that one that turned into an angel with like boobs. Just wanted to hang out. Yeah, the one that was like a, like a loaf of bread with wings. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. <laughs> but yeah, I, I never wanted them to talk and speak English. That's where I was like, I don't. I'm not where did you English. learn English from? <laughs> yeah, exactly. this is ridiculous. I like my Digimon to come from Digiland. So um, I just wanted to bring up that Temtem because, Getty, I felt like if anybody would like this, you would. Just because it hits a lot of marks while trying to improve on at least the design. And, you know, of course, like having the roguelike elements would be something that you might enjoy. Just trying to explore the tower and, you know, trying to come up with the best Tem pairings and finding a good strategy. Tem pairings. Well, so that's all. I just thought I thought that you would be more interested in that at least because obviously you just played X- Nexomon. Nexomon. So, and uh, that's uh, that's Temtem. There's a, uh, th- it's, it is an interesting package. Just depends on what you're looking for. If you're looking for, it, it to me it, it is. I, I said this in my review, but it is both better and worse than Pokemon. Mm, okay. And I think that's okay, because... Hey, as long as it's not blatantly saying this is Pokemon, then... Well, the, for me, it's like it's weird to think that, like... I, I'm surprised there haven't been more Pokemon competitors. And in this case, this shows me that there are still... Like, there's still viability in, in trying to copy and and better Pokemon. Like, we haven't hit it yet for Pokemon. We're not, like, done with it. So... There is still like it, the formula isn't done, and I would think that after what like fourteen games of Pokemon that there's that we have perfected the formula, and as it turns out, we have not. Mm. So, that's where it's surprising to me. I didn't. I was not excited about Temtem, but playing it at the end of it, I was actually kind of. I was coming back thinking like, oh, this is, this does this does things different, and I don't know how they're how pokemon hasn't done this yet okay so all right yep that's temtem that's temtem next week uh yeah we'll have to find something for next week i don't i don't even know guys i feel like we're uh we're definitely hitting a grind here how long are how long does we are okay uh, maybe um, like five hours. Want to just talk about that again next week? <laughs> maybe. I don't know, man. I don't know your life. 
I don't know your life. I mean, I beat Sonic Generations. It's six hours. Depends on how many times you go back and play the music videos again. Here's a weird one. Uh, uh, where's, Dark, where's, where's this Dark, going? Dark, <laughs> yeah. Dark Sector, the Xbox... Is it Xbox original or Xbox 360 360, game? I think. That was the, pre- yeah. that was the re- precursor to Warframe. Cannot be streamed by my PC. Uh, Streamlabs and OBS both have a problem capturing the footage due to its old HD style graphic graphical display functions but works great on the Steam Deck. All right. Weird. And the Steam Deck is compl- it's got the it's got the big question mark says I don't know how this is going to run guys. I don't know if this is going to work and I put on the Steam Deck and then it works great. And I was like this is weird. My OBS can't handle it but Steam Deck can. Okay. So uh, learn something new every day, all right? Well, uh, yeah. Let's move on over to one last thing. Uh, this week's one last thing is brought to you by, guys, it's Mario time. You know what that means, That's right? Problematic. That's problematic. No, nope, you know what that means. <laughs> You're playing Odyssey again? No. You gotta hit the grind. This is it. We got like three weeks until Extra Life. We gotta record a, a Halloween episode here. Uh, gotta do Extra Life. We gotta do Game of the Year. We gotta do Game of the Year. Uh, we got to do the what Christmas the, the Christmas white elephant. We got we got a lot, and we're mm-hmm. we're steering down less than less than three months here. We're we're halfway through October. You guys got your Halloween costumes ready? Got plenty of time. I don't know what you're talking about. Mine's ready. Halloween costume is absolutely ready. <laughs> Joel, I don't think you realize Alex is going to ask you for your game of the year list <laughs> like November tenth. <10th. laughs> I need I need an extension on my performance management, please. You're gonna you're gonna wake <laughs> up from extra life and he's gonna be like, Alright, game of the year lists tomorrow. <laughs> I always give you guys plenty of time. Oh, I I take uh, advantage of that, but I I don't know. We'll see yeah, how this year goes. You you turn out your best work when you procrastinate till the last second, that's all I'm saying. That's not nope. <laughs> Definitely not. I mean, I guess you graduated, so it did something right. <laughs> <Yep. coughs> All right, this league, this this one last thing for me. Um, I don't know, guys. Uh, I got Persona Five, but I also know that I believe Vampire Survivors goes 1.0 in like two days. It does. So, how much of that do I have to have completed in order to put it on the beat list? Because I technically killed death already. Does that count? Did you get credits? I don't know that there are credits. I killed death and then the the kill screen came up, so hmm. Um I think that gosh, that that's an old classic arcade kinda hooked, the death screen stuff. Um, yeah, it was the uh, I, overlay for the like initial warning, but it was flipped. Not, it was backwards. Not, not that I want to give you a W on the B list, but I, I think that tracks. My vote is do it in 1.0, and if they don't give you credits, then I would say, yeah, you get you got it. All right, because I've completed everything except for five achievements. I mean, I beat Session, and I didn't necessarily do every mission. So it's not about the achievements per se. It's more about, like, I... 
I feel like that game might have credits, and maybe they just weren't implemented yet when you when you beat quote unquote beat the game. So now maybe the credits will exist for you. We'll have to see. But I don't. Where's that roadmap? What does this thing say? Yeah. All right. It says it's it says it's coming out soon. Whatever. Uh, I think two days. Yep. So the twentieth. That tracks. Okay. Uh, Alex. I finished Sonic Generations. That ending was wild. And uh, now I have to figure out what's next on the beat list. I have a short list. Dark Sectors on there. Uh, we are OFKs on there. Trombone Hero is on Trombone there. Trombone Hero. Yep. So I have I my work is cut out for me. Yeah. And I'm very excited at the prospect. Joel, tell me what's good. I uh Spider Heck. Spider Heck is very good. And uh I I wish I had been on the episode where we actually talked about that because I would have known sooner how good a game it is uh the just adding the whole verticality and flying around like a spider and web crawling on top of that stit fight template just it worked so well very happy with that game i i had friends over and they said all right let's let's uh let's play some overcooked and let's play some overcooked and i was like yeah we can play some overcooked or we could play spider heck and they said, no, that, I don't, and I was like, what is that? And I told them what it was, and they go, that seems very lame and very stupid. <laughs> and then, you know, you blink, and two hours had occurred mm-hmm. that we were playing Spider-Man. It's because yep. it's a, a real good snake game. Yep. Yes. So it was pretty funny that, that it was like a very, like a heavy no from the crowd, and then you fast forward in two hours, and everyone's, I'm like, I got to go to bed. I got work. And they're like, man, Spider-Hack's real good. <laughs> I... I will say, when you hear the word spider heck, it's kind of tough to think about what it actually is. I, I, I love the name, but I don't get four-player deathmatch out of that. Yeah, but I don't know. Your kids are getting just, you know, rocket launchered in the face by you. I would say they are in spider heck. <laughs> I saw that clip on Twitter, Joel. I, uh... I have a whole compilation of clips now where it's like, hey, I did a cool thing. <laughs> I did a cool thing You once. should really, like, Joel, if you give me all those clips, you get those clips to me, I can I can turn that into a TikTok. He can put it on the talk. Can I, uh, mm-hmm. is there a way to transfer them from the Xbox? There's got to be. Yeah, there's got to okay. be. Let's, let's, let's talk offline. I, I mean, I I can send you right there. videos from my PlayStation, so yeah. Or may, maybe is there a way to just, like, have the TikTok logged in on my ad spots? No, I want to. Mm. I want to edit it in with very specific spots. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got a whole plan. He's got a, got a whole idea. plan. Fair. All right. All right. You got to. You got to give him that. All right. I. I guess that's it. We we okay with the product this week? Ah, too late. I'm already moving. And that'll be it for this week's Super GG Radio. No objections. Okay. Steam Deck Before, verified. Steam Deck Verified Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio, where uh, we're really trying to to get through Resident Evil. <laughs> so I don't know what this schedule looks like this week, uh, but I know that, uh, well, we didn't, we didn't do our normal live stream of the podcast on Tuesday, but Wednesday... 
Uh, I believe Joel will be plugging away at Resident Evil. Hopefully he will make his way to the end by the time we, uh, yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. just going to leave it at that. And just just yeah. for reference, because we keep referencing Resident Evil without giving any I did. text. <laughs> and we, we did, right we did talk about it last week. I said a Halloween episode. I know. I just want to say it again. This is for our Halloween episode. It's for our Halloween episode. It's for our Halloween episode. It'll get done. <laughs> It'll get done for our Halloween episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Saturday, uh, Joel and Kelly tried to escape from Escape Academy. Yes. Sundays. This is a day that... Uh, is anybody doing anything with Sundays? I think that there was some talk. Uh, no. Somebody did do something on a Sunday. It's okay. Mondays. Mondays, uh, Alex dives deep into the backlog. Will he survive? Yep. Or will he be lost forever? I'm slowly suffocating. Slowly. On but a scale surely. of one to eye hands, how uncomfortable are you? With what? My eye hands or with, with backlog. my uh, backlog? Oh, uh, no, I'm pretty good right now only because I really... This was the year that I told myself I'm only going to buy like five games. Year so I really, of the backlog. Gotcha. I really kind of kept myself like relatively good. So... I don't feel like my backlog outgrew the games I was beating. I feel like I actually put a dent in it, and I just smacked my mic. So. But, yeah, I feel like I definitely put a dent in it this year and a little bit more last year than I would have in past years. So. That's, a, that's a good answer. Thank you. Yep. All right. Uh, if you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is mail at superggradio.com. And provide us also, uh, uh, yeah, provide us a review on iTunes. Also, check out our YouTube channel, like and subscribe. Our newest beta breakdown is of the Whisker Squad that went out today on our YouTube channel as of Tuesday. So there's a beta breakdown of the Whisker Squadron on there. Uh, there's also some uh, videos going up on our TikTok of some games we played on this podcast. So go ahead and check out our TikTok as well. Go ahead and follow us on there. Also, of course, just go ahead and go to SuperGGRadio.com. Over there, we have reviews. We have one of Tokoyo, and we also have... Uh, what was the other one? What, did, what was the one you guys did? I don't know, man. Curse Crackers. You guys did a review of Curse Crackers. Both the Curse Crackers review and Tokoyo will be going out in the next week. So watch out over there for written reviews. We got content coming out of our ears. And our pants. It's good. It's a good place to come out of. Just gotta say that. The ears or the pants? Ears. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Ears is a whole other thing. Uh, well, Alex stole my ending, so good night, everybody. <laughs> I'm kidding. Bye-bye. I'm kidding. GG, <laughs> GG, Alex. <laughs> GG, Joel. Get out of here. Good game. I'm pushing this through. Get out of here. Pushing this through. I tried to end this episode six times. (laughs) (laughs) It just wouldn't take.
All right, uh, eight twenty-five fifteen. Nice. Next time I'll actually pull up time dot is instead of guessing and watching you guys. Oh, for fuck's I'm sake! Ki- I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> There's no kidding anymore. <clears throat> um, and, and Joel, yeah, I just you know I just see no shame at this point because you're you were at minimum the halfway point, if not yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, I, I've t- tonight was my admission. I need the tap out and <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. um, I'm I, I like I like the games and I like the puzzles. I, I just think that like if you're trying like in this case for Save efficiency, it. Save when, it. When you're, when you're Save trying to do efficiency, because we're gonna fucking talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just meant when you're using efficiency, you should probably use a guide. Well, if that's okay, we had more than a month to do it. That's true. I. We'll tell well, you. I meant if you're if you're if you're that far behind, then yes, De- yes, for it. sure, De- daddy, daddy. If if I had a month span of time, I'm not sure I would have figured it out on my own. <laughs> I can I kept telling you guys. Cards I kept on telling the you table. Guys. I I think you would. You're a smart guy. Getty's got faith in you, but not Alex. All right, no, I'm no. ready whenever you are. <clears throat> yeah, Joel, give him the finger guns. Why does he have to? <laughs> All right. <clears throat> 